This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, are you a polite fuckboy? Does Issa Rae's insecure low-key shit on the hood? And from Girls Trip to Usher's STD scandal, we explore society's relationship with fat women. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Okay. Okay. Are you ready to reclaim your time? I am ready. Let's fucking do this, yo. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. What's great about that? What? Is that that's what black women just always say. I don't have time for that. Like we just always are like Oh yeah, we don't have time. We don't have time for shit. Uh welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We are two, two womanist, womanist race nerds, nerds talking shit over tea. tea. I am Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with, with Queen, Queen and Jay. Jay. Welcome. What's popping? Oh, I can't remember which gang says popping. I think the Bloods and the Crips say it was cracking. Okay, whatever, <laughs> whichever fucking one it is, yo. What's up with you? How the fuck I'm are you? I'm doing well. Good. I'm doing well too. If you guys want to follow Wait, the comments, no, because sometimes I said like, "What's popping to someone?" and they was like, "I, ain't, I ain't blood." You mean what's cracking? I was like, "I don't bang. I'm yeah. a regular human." Oh my goodness! <laughs> Stop talking to your neighbors. This was years ago. Okay. <laughs> I don't have any gang banger neighbors. Um, interesting no. um okay if you would like <laughs> to follow the conversation of this podcast please use the hashtag t with qj on all social media use it on twitter use it on instagram and we will like those comments yo we will retweet Where? them we yeah. will fucking respond to you oh you know what though what though um because a lot of you tag us in your instagram stories and we love them you can also oh, yeah. hashtag instagram stories now oh cool and they all are like streamlined like it does the Streamline thingy, Oh word like So does. what do you have to do To Just see Just put those? hashtag right, but QJ And when they When it's in their story Someone mm-hmm. press it Then you'll see All the stories That are using oh, that hashtag Okay I like that That's that name I like that I like yes. that I like that Yeah so do that too Or you can just tag us Or you can tag us We love being fucking And tagged. Instagram stories mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What else is popping We um, um, If you would like to donate To help the progress of this podcast this lovely lovely podcast that jay and i do um we have options for that um the money goes to our overhead so you help keep this podcast alive with your dough um and we love it so two ways to donate Mm -hmm. we have paypal and paypal is where you um can drop a large amount, small amount, you decide, but it's a one-time thing. You can do it more than once, but it's not like a subscription or something that happens monthly. And that is paypal.me slash tea with QJ. Mm-hmm. And we have a Patreon. That's right. And we're asking all of our listeners to donate $2 a month. Mm-hmm. Just two motherfucking dollars a month. That's $24 a year. If all of our listeners donate $2 a month, we will have enough to fucking do all the shit that we want to do. Yes. Cover our overhead. Yes. Uh, take care of like our future plans and shit regarding yep. the podcast. Yep. Grow the podcast. Maybe hire a motherfucker Fucker. to do some shit. Yo, I yep. would love an extra motherfucker. That would be great. I would love an extra motherfucker That would be great. Too. Sometimes we look at podcasts and we're like how did how are they able to do all that shit? We're like, yo, they have they an have extra motherfucker, yo. They have like, well, we are a team, but yeah. they have another team member. They have another fucking team member. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what your money helps us do. And you can hit our Patreon at 
what is it sorry patreon.com slash t with qj yes that's where you can give us the patreon money and in return for that for your patreon subscription we continue to do this fucking show yeah and if you need an easy way you can go to our website Mm -hmm. press the donate button and then both of those options are there the paypal options and the patreon that's right donations we had some people donate this week yeah which is very fucking exciting i love that um me fucking too yo i want to say thank you to laura laura hit the paypal thank you so much we appreciate you Mm -hmm. and then gabriella and paul hit us on the patreon so thank you you so much for that yo yes thank you much appreciation that um do you have other libations i have libations what are libations um libations is when we pour one pour some for the homies or pour one depends Mm -hmm. how many people you're pouring for um pour them for the ancestors just um showing appreciation for the people person place thing whatever that is giving us black joy black joy yo. yes so i want to um pour libations for um i just started a group chat with my homegirls that i've known since high school we always talk separately mm-hmm. and um it was just nice to have a, a space where all, all four of us talk is it four of us? Yes, I can count. All four of us <laughs> talk. And then I was telling Jay how all of my group chats, I have group chats with separate separate friends. Mm-hmm. All of the group chats, even though all my, my friends know each other, but they all, none of my friends hang out with each other. Mm-hmm. But all of them are like, it's like, wow. Like there's like these common bonds. So I wanted to elaborate all of my group chat names. Vibrations yes. that. I want to say what the names are. Oh, so okay. I have one that Jay is actually in. Hey. And that one is called For the Love of Penis. Yes. That's that group chat. Mm-hmm. I have another group chat um, and it's called Bad Bitch Chat. Mm-hmm. And I have another group chat with some friends and it's called Fresh Weave. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. And then I have another group chat. And it's um, the one that I just talked about, but it's the hussies. I like it. Yeah. Yo, so. if you guys have creative names for any of your group chats, tweet us that, yo. Yeah. That's, like, that's it makes cool. it that's fun. Important. Like, it give, your, give your group chats with friends fun names because it makes you happy when you, like, see bad bitch pop up on your phone. And it, shit. Does. it does. It does. Yeah. It does. It does. Um, this is a spot of tea episode. Yes, we it is. We forgot to mention that. Yes. What are Spot of Tea episodes? Spot of Tea episodes are our segment-free, no-fucks episodes. So it allows us to just fucking make an episode, do one every fucking week. Um, so we don't have to focus on a lot of formatting and, and editing and yada, yada, and yes. yada. Since, as we said, it's only two motherfuckers. It's only us. We don't have and any have more people to help us with this shit. And we have full-time lives. Yep. So it helps us out a lot. Yep. Yep, yep. Oh, speaking of real quick before we get off of like good good shit and okay. libations and donations, yep. um the Bonfire Radio Audio Festival is coming it's up. It's coming up. Hey. Um so libations to Bonfire Radio. We are actually at Bonfire Radio Studios recording and you can conscious hear us always. That's right. Libations to conscious. Yes. You can always hear us in the Bonfire Radio rotation at bonfireradio.com. Um their Audio Fest once again is happening on August 20th at bonfire radio from 10 a.m to 10 p.m um that is a saturday so you can come hang out there'll be fucking food here there'll be fucking music here we'll be doing live shows we'll be doing a live show that's right we come on um earlier in the day so sometime we're still figuring it out but sometime between 11 a.m and 2 p.m we're gonna go on yes um and the ticket link will be in the bio and the show notes thanks <laughs> i was like where's the, show the, notes. the bio hold on 
Bonfire Radio Audio Fest. That is a Sunday, August 20th. Come through. Have a good time. Mm-hmm. And um, come kick it with us. Yes. You ready to get into the show? Yes. Let's do this. Okay. What kind of tea are you drinking? I am not drinking tea. I'm drinking seltzer today. All right. Because I felt like burping in your ears some more. Great. We <laughs> usually edit those out. Yeah, we do a lot. I'm just um, this, I'm drinking chai because I always drink chai tea and that's just what it is. Yeah. Look, you're the chai so, girl. It's fine. Here we fucking are. Um, so we've been reclaiming our time. Yes. And uh, a lot of shit has been coming up from that. So yeah, and, um, Auntie Maxine Waters uh, dropped the Reclaiming My Time bomb. A few, um, a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago at a press hearing or whatever it was, a congressional Some thing. Some government shit. Whatever goes on there in the government when they put on the suits and the glasses yeah. and they ask questions. And they yell. And yeah. A lot of their suits are ill-fitting. There are a lot of ill-fitting yes. suits in government. So, yeah, a lot of them. Oh, that's concerning. <laughs> that is concerning. So anyway, Auntie Maxine um reclaimed her time yes. several times during that hearing we loved it we Live loved it we it. appreciated it it's it's living in the pop culture zeitgeist now it's in the air um people are making merchandise yeah i saw some mugs floating around i seen mugs on my facebook mm-hmm. and i was like oh a mug and then i seen white woman hands holding it yeah. and then i was like yeah, I actually researched the page that's selling that. Uh-huh. That's that's like a white run page. It. Yeah. I figured when I saw it with the white hands. Yeah, I don't know black people who, who sell things. Right. Like, hey, I need some white hands to yeah. hold these cups. Well, I know sometimes like like when we were selling our t shirts back in the day, they the all the models that they had. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like like but auto populated like, like white models selling a product and advertising it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. That it's like. Like we were using a crowdsource company. Right. I, I would figure, I would assume, mm-hmm. my assumption would be that like you have merchandise in a warehouse or a house or something and you're right. like packing it yourself mm-hmm, and sending it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's why for me, I was like, hmm. Yeah. Those hands belong what to What do you think company. about that? What do you think about those hands? Um, I don't want them reclaiming my time. Yeah. I don't want them to do that. That's how I that. feel. I, f- I don't think everyone is allowed to reclaim their no, time. No, there's, there's, there needs to be rules to this. Mm-hmm. Everyone can't be reclaiming their time. Mm-hmm. Like at all. If you're mm-hmm. a white man, you can't reclaim you your time. You cannot reclaim your time, yo. You cannot do that. You cannot reclaim your time if you're a white man. You cannot. Okay? Because a part of the, white the jewel, a part cannot. of the gem of Maxine Waters reclaiming her time is that like we're owed time, yo. Yes. Black women are owed fucking time. Yes. Yo, stop wasting our fucking time with your bullshit. And that's yeah. why it resonated with everyone because if this was a white man talking to another white man, man reclaiming his, his time, time, which no first of all, care. would he reclaim his time? But let's say that he did, that's nobody would care. It would be a regular conversation. It would be a regular standard conversation. Two white folks in government yep. and nobody would give a shit. No. But this was Auntie Maxine asserting herself reclaiming her, her time in a space that does not care for her to reclaim her time mm-hmm. so that's kind of what makes it important yes so you can't do that yeah and then just like the larger conversation of like um white folks profiting off of certain types of blackness yeah i'm not a fan of that i've never been yeah i feel like black folks should be making money off of black folks 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Like I'm not I'm not into white folks claiming like I guess like kind of like black Twitter culture. Yeah, that irks me. Right, because we're the ones that said, "Oh, this is amazing." Yeah, and we made it hot. We that's made why it hot. Black, we're like, "Oh, come y'all, look at this. Look at Auntie Maxine." That's why I block you know? BuzzFeed. All of their things they can't see my tweets. Mm. Like no, you blocked them. Yeah, or you like, blocked BuzzFeed. You said yeah, okay, all okay. of their thingies. Like any that's of hilarious. Their, dude, I don't want you seeing my tweets. Yeah. Like I remember their culture vultures. Yeah, their culture vultures like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And um, remember like forever ago when one of my tweets went viral mm-hmm. and it was like on their thing and yeah. it was like cute, but it was like for me. I remember I was talking about how it was just weird that like um i know i don't own my tweets and stuff but yeah. like you just made a whole article about mm-hmm. this tweet that i have mm-hmm. it's weird and strange yeah so i blocked all everything so you will not funny. have access to my thing unless someone else screenshots yeah. it and you see it but because buzzfeed can't see my tweets mm-hmm. blocked blocked yeah nah i dig it Mm-hmm. so that. yeah so reclaiming that, uh, my tweets you gotta <laughs> yo reclaim your tweets reclaim your time reclaim your resources reclaim all that yes, shit yo word. so now that that's settled <laughs> <laughs> did you see girls trip yes Yay! i did i finally seen girls trip and i really enjoyed it i'm not Good. gonna point i thought i was it was gonna be corny okay I why because everyone liked it so you no 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 before it. it would even because mm-hmm. the only joke i kept seeing was like i put drugs in my booty hole <laughs> booty hole booty hole booty hole so i was yeah. like that don't look funny it didn't look funny to me either <laughs> not I feel funny. but i enjoyed it mm-hmm. um yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay. I really enjoyed it. That's I like cool. that it was like really, really about the women. Like the yeah. men were really secondary. Yes. Um. So I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. That was the piece where I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. I assumed because this is what they do to most women Um. in film. I assumed that they were going to try and convince us that they were all in their 30s. You know what I'm saying? So I liked, I don't know. That's what they like to do. It's like, I'm supposed to sit here and believe that these 40 something year old. Yeah. Like we're, everyone is, no one is allowed to be over their thirties. Right. Right. I was like, they're going to try and convince me that these women are in their thirties. Gabrielle was definitely like 37 and bring it on. (laughs) (laughs) She did look mad young though. She did. No, I'm just saying. That's what they do. Yeah, no, she was. That's funny. But yeah, so I like that we got to see like grown ass women in their 40s on oh, a girl's trip exactly. like like you're still allowed to like hang out with your girls exactly. you're still allowed to like reconnect you're still allowed to learn to grow and look sexy get messy be get, messy, drunk, get drunk have fun get into a bar fight you're allowed yes, to like to do live and do, as, a, as a woman because yep. they let men do all kind of shit all on tv it doesn't matter how old they are old and hairy um yes yes and then yeah as they get older they're like the old men yeah. on the town they'll yeah. name it something they like that they even had an old man one remember i never seen it they did but morgan yeah. freeman of course, it, it of course, because old, old men get to get old. They're allowed to get yeah. old. They're allowed to do shit because life goes on. Um, so I thought that was cool to see women, black women in particular, in their forties on TV. I, I have a little bit of resentment because I was like not in a call and response theater, and I keep hearing all these oh, people. I, I loved my call and response theater. You need to sometimes, but in certain movies, yeah. you need to not go to the movie theater by your I house. Know. I know. No, I didn't go to that. Well, we went to the one on the west side, but still in the eighties. But mm-hmm. I was in a hurry, and it was like the closest one. I was on Thirty Fourth oh. Street, and it was still. 
dude they, but there oh, were black boss. people in my theater but they were all pretending or they were all too young i was so fucking annoyed because I, I was the only one talking and it's not you can't do call and response by yourself i was not fun i was doing dance choreography in my theater dude because why wouldn't you <laughs> they had like actual like perf- like we're at essence fest we yeah, should all be in here yes. singing new edition why am i the only one doing this doing that choreography oh my god i was doing it and then my date was doing it because i bullied him into talking oh. with me so he i was talks with my homegirl she doesn't do things so i was doing it myself <laughs> but i didn't mind mm-hmm. um that's cool yeah um so yeah so i loved that they were older women i also loved there were little things little things about like movies that are created by and for people of color that yes. include little nuanced shit yeah like when queen latifah was getting ready to go out like we know they all had their bonnets on before bed like that's a thing we all know yes. but like they were getting ready to go out and she while they were getting ready she had her scarf tied around her edges yes to lay her edges, edges flat down. i was like oh this is yep. great this it is like good. authentic yeah. this is what you would do yep you know so i like that and i like that there wasn't a conversation about it yeah because why do why are we explaining this shit it. i just noticed that because i know that's something that we do so i thought that was really really cool I enjoyed but it. um yeah you were saying something else to me about the the movie that it made you think about some shit yes so two things really and it was really with queen latifah's character latifah you know that? Oh, I've said this before. But my mom was going to name me Latifah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. And my older brother was like, no, they're going to make fun of Saved her. Saved your life. Now my name is Naima. I like Naima better, I think. I do too. At it's this like, stage in the game. Yeah. Like, that would have been a lifelong thing, yo. Well, because my last name, people call me, used to call me Muhammad Ali anyway. So I still you can't to, win. No, but I enjoyed that because it was like, all right, I'll fuck you up like I'm Muhammad Ali. That would be my comeback. Oh, my so, God. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Either way, you come out on top. I guess exactly. that's the point. Exactly. Right? Okay. Still, I rise. All right. Like my Angela was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Queen Latifah's character—I can't remember her name in the movie—but um, we all know the size of Queen Latifah, right? And I couldn't. I'm trying to figure out what it was for me, but I—I I just hate the way they was dressing her mm-hmm. the whole movie, right? Um, but I had two things, and me and my homegirl who we seen it together with, I was like, I'm not sure if I'm. If I'm uncomfortable when Queen Latifah's femme or if she's uncomfortable, so I feel uncomfortable for her. Mm. Like, I don't know what that is, mm. um, but I don't know her personally for us to have this conversation. Okay. But it's always weird for me. Um, and then I was like, is it weird for me because they keep putting these ugly fucking clothes on her? Right. Because who cares about dressing women who aren't skinny? Right. Or who dressing women who are thick but don't have an hourglass? Because mm-hmm. you can be big, but if you just if your middle is small, yeah, if you have a tiny waist, tiny wrist, tiny ankles, yeah, they'll figure out. They'll what to figure do with it you. out. Yeah, but um, yeah. So the whole movie, I'm I'm like, why are they putting this shit on her? Mm-hmm. Like, she can look better than this. Yeah, like there was no reason for it. Was one scene when she had on to me what I think are ugly, mm-hmm. big ass, clunky ass quirky ass wedgy ass shoes and everybody has on cute sexy shoes yeah and um yeah yeah, you know what i mean it was just like what are they and there's nothing wrong with a wedge but if all like if everybody is in a cute sexy shoe like 
again, wedges are fine. A corky wedge, that's not the way. Yeah, and it's like club night corky wedge. You know, you do it's not that rock the corks on club night. Yeah, it was just now, like, if those are the only shoes you have, you'll put them on and have a great time. Yeah, do your thing. But saying. we're talking about the scope of this movie. Right, because really, this film, yes. yes, this film, films like this, when it comes to like girls' fucking night out or whatever the they fuck. They got on their best. Yes, they dress those women because the dress is a part of the experience for the audience. Yes. You know, so. so that was yeah. really irking so me. So you didn't like her you didn't like her clothes. No. And you felt like she was she looked uncomfortable dressed femme. You felt yeah. like okay. But I don't know. That's the thing that I don't I'm, know if I'm it makes you out. uncomfortable, right? Or yeah, if she I'm uncomfortable uh-huh. or if she's actually uncomfortable. Right. Like, I remember we were talking and he was yeah. like, maybe she just wants to wear basketball shorts. Who knows? Right. That's how I felt. I felt like and again, maybe that's me putting my perception of Queen Latifah. And who she is as a person, like off screen. Yeah. My understanding of that, maybe it's because I, I guess here's something I, I, never I don't felt this way when I when I when she was on Living Single. I didn't feel these things. Right, because she didn't dress super femme. There. Yeah, I felt, I like, felt she like she dressed, dressed more like, like maybe however she would normally dress. Yeah. Right, 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 um, right, right, right. So right, maybe right. that's me trying to. Cause even like then I didn't even have the language femme mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it was either you were a tomboy or you right. just girly so maybe right, I'm right, still trying right. to figure that out for myself that could be me and my slow evolution mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as to what I think women should look like yeah. um, especially a woman who I guess is um, being sexy or mm-hmm. is doing girls night things mm-hmm. or you know all of these things that are yeah. typically tied to like femme type things right. i think they're supposed to look a certain way mm-hmm. so it could be that for me i don't know mm-hmm. but i do know that the stylist just threw clothes on her like mm-hmm. it fits you put this on mm-hmm. that's what i feel like i felt like rather than actually thinking about her body yeah and what works with her body mm-hmm. and not just like this is the size you wear so put this on yeah because there are plenty especially at this point in the game there are plenty like plenty plus size uh, fat girl mm-hmm. fashion bloggers with the different body type right. not that hourglass shit and mm-hmm. they be looking like fire and mm-hmm. like these bitches could dress i felt like in the with the storyline i felt like they wanted her to look I, I felt like they didn't really want her to look like too nice i felt I like i felt like they wanted her to look i felt like their understanding so she was supposed to be like a block gossip blogger kind of person and i felt like the way they were trying to paint that type of character they were kind of like lowbrowing it and i felt like they wanted her to look a little bit lowbrow but she that don't make sense to me because it's like the context was enough for you to know that like you could still there's ways for you could that I've been unemployed and looked fly as hell. Not saying I don't have her body type. Yeah, sure. But I'm saying there's ways like right. I think I don't, I don't think they wanted that. her to to look. I really think that they did not care to actually because I'm thinking about other large women in movies and mm-hmm. no one really. You never see a bad bitch, mm-hmm. fat woman, mm-hmm. but they're bad bitch fat women though right. but you know I, for me in my experience I don't see that in movies I don't see that on TV it's just like give her that flowery shirt that they always give all the fat you girls love giving a fat girl a, a flowery, flowery shirt, shirt that yo. big you, you know that shirt yes that fucking give, empire cut bullshit yes. yeah yeah, just yeah give her that flowery shirt and we do her hair nice mm-hmm. and then she's nice that's mm-hmm. usually what I see when yeah. it comes to fat women um, I thought I remembered her movies. looking nice on um, what was that show that used to come on I don't know. It doesn't matter. That daytime show? No. No. Okay, <laughs> she just wore blazers. Yeah, no. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> um, was, no, when she was on, um, what was that show that uh, 
Lisa Ray was on that show single yes yes she had a little run on single ladies, ladies. I thought she looked nice on I that I think she show. had more say in that maybe mm-hmm. I don't know yeah she did look nice there yeah it did her justice there yeah this movie didn't I mm-hmm. don't know I didn't like it mm-hmm. it, just, it made me think of these fat things mm-hmm. like why can't she look like the other women that mm-hmm. she's on a trip with mm-hmm. on a trip regardless of money or not because the other girl lost a job and she was um but she wasn't looking all that fly either right <laughs> forget it yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah for me looking at queen, Lat- queen latifah's character it was like y'all could have did her better than this mm-hmm. i feel mm-hmm. it really did that. it for me with them quirky ass shoes I didn't even see. The it was like one scene so where I funny. think she was wearing like a denim skirt. I was just like, Ooh. "Y'all are out in New Orleans and you packed a denim skirt." Yeah, like you owned your. Even though your your money is funny, I'm sure you 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 have racks of clothes in your house because people send shit to your magazine. Mm-hmm. Like, there like there's ways for you to like still mm-hmm. look nice. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, your car is being repossessed. Yes, you're being evicted. I've never had a car repossessed, but I've almost been evicted before. Right. I've, it's just like... I really... I really, I see what you're saying so about like, the weight thing, but I really do believe that they were trying to portray that type of blogger type person as... as trashy. Trash. Yeah. I really do. I think that was, that was an element of it. And um, they already don't care about the size thing. And so on top of that, that it's like, let's that. add this different class level to it. That's, like that's, it. that's, that's yeah, what that it makes seemed sense. like to me. Because what you call this character, what's her name, Regina Hall? Mm-hmm. Her character, the whole movie, I was like, her makeup. Wow, mm-hmm. her makeup. Yeah. Wow, her makeup. Right, right, right. <laughs> and everybody else it was, was good. just kind of regular. It was good. I think she, she had on good. contacts too. She, I don't know. I don't know what her eye color is. Mm-hmm. But I just was like, whoa, her Yeah, makeup. it looked like they gave her like a lighter brown um contact or something like that i always thought her eyes were like brown though oh maybe i don't know yeah, it looked I when i was so. looking at her eyeball because i was really inspecting the oh. shit it looked like a contact oh. but who knows i thought because when i'm thinking of when she was um candy <laughs> oh she was candy yeah and i think her eyes were brown i don't remember i don't remember okay but yeah cool. so yeah that was i don't know mm-hmm. but let us know what you think about Queen Latifah and fat women mm-hmm. and clothing and yep. the media and things like that. Because right. Jay and I aren't fat mm-hmm. and we don't really know. Mm-hmm. I just know that it made me feel uncomfortable. Right. But um, right. you can school us. Let us know. Yes. Please do. Um, Speaking of fat. Yes. Uh, there was a press conference um, with one of the women that allegedly had sex with usher and, and um feels allegedly she has contracted herpes from him no she's okay. she affirmed that she did not okay um she does not have herpes but said that she would not have slept with him had, had she, she known, known so because right, he that she put him at risk she put, got he put it he her put her at, her at risk. risk got it right so she's they're suing i think i don't know what the I'm oh i want to say something really yeah. quickly so last episode we talked about usher and we was um not in the same way but we mm-hmm. spoke about usher and how he um was alleged to have herpes right contracted herpes in 2012 i believe uh maybe 
Or, and uh, yeah, um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it was. I was on. That was on news. That's not a news story. Like, mm-hmm. don't have sex with Usher, right? If you don't have sex with Usher, if you have, if you have, have sex with please us, be sure to get it. tested. Yes. And then we kind of talked about um, safe sex and things safe like sex that. Safe sex stuff like that. But throughout that whole segment, I was like STD shaming mm-hmm. because um, sometimes I ain't shit. Right. Um, so <laughs> yeah, it's true. Sometimes mm-hmm. I ain't shit. Yeah. So I just wanted to say that. Um, I apologize anyone who was offended because while I was doing it, I knew it was wrong, but I just could not stop. Mm-hmm. I am human. So, you know, we all make mistakes. Okay. But we also had a listener who um, was triggered by that mm-hmm. and we apologized to her already, but I just wanted to apologize to her again. And I'm like, I will do better mm-hmm. and I will, um, yeah, I'll do better. Right. And yeah. to anybody else who was triggered by it, like we have a lot of like listeners who yes. talk to us and shit like that. But um, we know it's possible that some of you were triggered and didn't bother to say anything to us because yeah, so. we ain't shit. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So we apologize for that. Yes. And I apologize as well because I didn't check it. I was just kind of riding along no, like, okay, like, girl. No, let's move. Like, Well, that's true. <laughs> you were curving me. You was like, next. There was, right. there, was a mild, there was a mild curve. That is true. Where do you go? Where are you going? Yes, there was a mild curve. Yeah, yeah. It was on that. Yeah, so. Okay. Yes. Also, a lot of basis to, to Jay. For what? For making sure that I ain't do too much. Sometimes you have to, like, pull your girlfriend back. Like, girl. True. Girl. Sometimes you do. Yeah. Sometimes you do. All right. Cool. Um, so yes. So this week, like we said, there was a press conference. Um, and what is the woman's name? Quan Quantasia Sharpton. Yes, Quantasia Sharpton, no relation to the other Sharpton. The selfie Sharpton. Right. (laughs) No relation to uh sex god selfie king, thirst trap captain, uh Al Al Sharpton. Right. Um, but anyway, so there was a press conference um live was that today that was today yeah on facebook live yeah 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 by the time you hear this it'll be another day but anyway um the comments on that facebook live stream are fucking ridiculous atrocious they're horrible so quantasia is a larger size woman or a fat woman as some would say Mm -hmm. um plus size um and a majority of the comments were Usher didn't sleep with that woman. Yeah, why would he? Sleep why would with he that? sleep with her? Um, a, she's she's a larger size black woman also, and I think that that's relevant in the comments it's that were made relevant. about her being ghetto. Yes, they said if she cares so much because she mentioned in the press conference that she cares a lot about her health. Her health is important to her, and so she would not have engaged in sexual activity with Usher had she knew. And of course, no fat person cares about their health. Right. Fat people can't be healthy. Right. So everyone is like, oh, if you cared about your health, why are you so fat? Um, Basically, she's unattractive. There were comments made about food stamps. Do you think that they always said chicken because she's black, too? Because, like, oh, so yeah. many foods. Yeah, lots of comments. So there were so many comments about fucking chicken. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was it was very specific to her being a fat, black, black young woman. woman. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Who was not speaking um, like she had, like she went to private school and had yeah, a Harvard education. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, Someone even, on um, one of the comments was like, well, did she used to be small? Like, Yeah, it was, it was like, like people were trying, trying to figure, figure out why, why usher, usher would, would have, have sex, sex with, with, with a woman 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, so fat people have sex all the time. Right, right. Like, like she's not allowed to be desirable. Yeah. Like nothing about nothing. her could Why be desirable. Would she do that? She's fat. She's black, mm-hmm. and she doesn't speak like she went to private school or Harvard. And it's Usher. Out of all the women he can have, all the women that are in the crowd, he picked that. That's like kind of the, right. the sentiment of right, people. Right, like, right, right, right. Before we go on in this, I do want to say that like it's your responsibility to make sure you're not having unprotected sex yep. with people, people, period. Like uh, it definitely is important, I think, that people you know if you have if you you don't want to put anyone at risk you should not be putting people at risk but like it's your own responsibility it is to make sure that you're having like safe protected um sex so um, like yeah that's like and that's a separate conversation maybe but i herpes do want to throw is that a out weird there. one though because you can get herpes even with a condom it's like a like a skin thing yes yeah so yes totally agree with jay mm-hmm. but um there are other um sexual transmitted diseases that can happen mm-hmm. um without a condom so right. it's like be cautious mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. things and um yeah don't put yourself at risk yeah that being said what the fuck what the fuck like people can be desirable like yes. there is no requirement for what is a desirable human being yeah you know what i'm saying like fat women they get fucked all the and time they fuck. Yes. All the time. Yes. Yes. And we don't mean fucked as in fucked and used. Yeah. That's not what we're no. saying. They have they are they in have loving relationships. Loving relationships. They, they use men. Sex lives. Yes. They use men. Yes. All of the all of this all of the stuff the the what you would call the bad bitch does. Because yep. they're bad bitches too. But mm-hmm. all of those things that you acquire or you you attach to the only the things the Instagram models do, mm-hmm. they they do the thing they do right. the same thing too. So I don't right. I don't like that. Um I also don't like, um, and made me think of myself and when I used to do this. Mm. Like, remember when Angie, when you realized that Angie Stone was oh, D'Angelo's was, baby's mother yeah. when he was when he was like D'Angelo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How does it feel? Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, what? He nutted in that. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I never said that, but I did have those feelings. It was like, how? Wait huh what and i know it was because she was because of her weight that Mm -hmm. it was like all of that fine like Mm -hmm. all of that like what like um of course i've grown and that video came out when what how does it feel forever ago right yeah that was like that was late 90s i think oh yeah i was a teenager so i was really early zero zeros yeah yeah i was in high school so yeah i was mad ignorant as fuck Mm -hmm. but um it it brought me back to that right like damn this is stupid Mm -hmm. um and then, like you was, we were talking earlier about this. The jokes is like, it's, oh my god, is fat yo. really that funny? Here's the other thing with it, right? So there have been memes about this. There have been like Instagram voiceovers, all kind of, all kind of jokes. Of course, little satanic Duval posted something ridiculous <sighs> about her. Um, this? Why was she? Why right, would she right. Have sex with and this? my thing is like the punchline. It's not even like motherfuckers are not even being clever because they think that the joke enough is fat. fat. It's like ha 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 fat. That's the fucking punchline. Yeah, they just like, pointing. Nobody's being clever. There's no nobody line. is bothering to tell an actual joke. Nope. Because. 
the joke is fat. The joke is fat. Because fatness enough. is funny enough. That's funny right. enough. That's all you need. It's just point at the fat. Yeah. And that's enough. That's like, really, really juvenile. Horrible things were said. And I would say out of the hundreds of comments, because I watched the live, um, I didn't watch it live, but I watched back the um, playback of the press conference. And you can see on live Facebook, like those comments come up, yeah. you know, as they as were made. Right. It. So I saw hundreds of comments and maybe two of them were actual like jokes with a punchline with a fucking punchline you know what i'm saying a complete sentence yes yes yeah horrible still yes still fat jokes but the punchline wasn't haha fat look at that fat look at that look at that arm like like, that's a fat arm you know like yeah exactly it's just that when it comes to when it comes to like hate it's like the punchline is whatever you hate you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, ha ha, fat. Ha ha, black. Ha ha, black. You don't think this is funny? Black. <laughs> funny. Look, this, look at that black. <laughs> it's so funny. I had this conversation oh with, with and a cousin it's fat black. of mine. Yeah. And it's black fat. A few years ago, one of my cousins was making some black joke on Facebook or whatever. A dark-skinned cousin, mm-hmm. BT Dub. Anyway, he was making some black joke. And I was like, so the joke is black? <laughs> That's the... <laughs> He's like, you don't think this is funny? I'm no. like, ha ha, black? What is no. the like the joke? Like, at least give me a fucking joke That's so we so can talk juvenile. about how problematic the it is. The kids I work with will say stuff like that. Ha ha. Black. Yeah, look at his fat arm and that's uh-huh. that's funny in third yeah. grade mm-hmm. now when you're a grown-ass motherfucker it's just weird for like adult people <laughs> you like a comedian that's the other thing it's like yes he's a we're comedian. comedians we can we should be we should be allowed to tell jokes yo so tell no, a, a motherfucking joke, joke, joke yo the joke is not <laughs> fat that's not the joke <laughs> Tell a joke and then we can debate whether or not this was an appropriate yeah, joke, joke to tell not. and create yeah. based on first fat, based on some shit. The rule to making a joke is one. Write make a, a joke. joke. <laughs> 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 like what the oh fuck? Oh my gosh. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Then it was um so in the press conference she mentioned that she was at was she at a concert or a party? Yeah, it was her birthday. I don't know. No, she was at it was an event that she was at. And one of Usher's people came to her and said that he wanted to yes. meet her backstage. One mm-hmm. of those kind of situations. Mm-hmm. And people are like not believing that. Right. Oh, She's twenty one wow, now. So it sounded like a few years ago, like so she was like nineteen at the mm-hmm. time or something like so that. So everyone is like, What? Like, mm-hmm. why would he mm-hmm. pick that? Um, which is really and and totally dehumanizing because the language was why would he pick that? that why would he go with this not referring to her as a she her they person yes. what i what what also annoys me is that because of because of it being fat no one not even that it's like People will do anything just to not believe women and their stories. Yes. Like, this woman is saying, I had a sexual experience with someone who put me at risk to having an STD, mm-hmm. and I'm traumatized by that, and, you know, whatever mm-hmm. whatever else she says um, in the press conference, because I, I don't know verbatim. Mm-hmm. And instead of addressing that, that this, this man could possibly be putting people at risk mm-hmm. we rather deter all of that back to her fat black yep. ass and not even address what is actually mm-hmm. the issue here mm-hmm. it's fucking crazy yep. like was she thin first was she thin back then she lying he and wouldn't is, get with what's that what's crazy is this is the only time that a black woman can't be a hoe because 
<laughs> as if you're fat because like i haven't heard yep. anyone call her hoe yet but it's because uh, she's fat no there was there was like one or two people while they were calling her ghetto trash it was one or two people saying oh everybody probably ran through that before she got to usher or like that oh, kind so of there stuff are some hoes in there and them. but yeah, her, the yeah, first yeah, thing yeah. would be she was a hoe and she was like thin oh totally yeah i'm saying like oh yeah, yeah i'm saying yeah. like at least hoe is at the bottom of the pile mm-hmm, now because she's mm-hmm. fat yeah i guess i don't know that's the win it's not but mm-hmm. It's it's just crazy how everyone is bouncing around that, mm-hmm. um, because she's the only person who. Because they said that the allegations were a, a man, an, a man and another woman, mm-hmm. and those people haven't we haven't seen them. Mm-hmm. I guess they're keeping their identities to themselves. Right. So she's now being like ridiculed and body shamed in all of these ways because she actually wanted to like stand up mm-hmm. and. And say what happened to her right. or say how this experience is affecting her mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever. It's just, it's gross because we're not addressing um, if this actual, if he actually has herpes, mm-hmm. one. Right. Two, um, if he's actually putting people at risk. You know, mm-hmm. like these are things that really, we really should be like mm-hmm. focusing on or making a conversation like you said earlier about how we should take more responsibility when it comes to our sexual partners, right. um, protecting ourselves from mm-hmm. STDs, STIs. Like that's not where the conversation yeah. is going at all. Mm-hmm. Like there are, there are many conversations that could come out of this, but because there's fat in the room. Fat, fat, boom, fat. Boom, ching. <laughs> And then before no we go any further, Usher has no forehead and he looks like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like can we just put I that on never, the table? Usher, I was never on a Let's Usher train. Let's just put that out there. We and for most about, of our lives, he had a really fucked up hairline. You don't uh, remember that? No forehead Usher. You got it, you got yeah, it. Yeah, because they had to create a forehead. Yes. Every barber, every haircut had when to When he be, was that video, he made me want to leave the one I'm with. Oh. New. His hairline was, he didn't find his hairline form yet. Right, right, right. I don't think he got his hairline form he until Confessions. no forehead, so they had to create yes, it for Yes, but they did now. not create a his forehead. His hair is probably receding and it looks like a regular forehead because he's is, never had a forehead. That is his confession. That's his confession <laughs> and he looks like a bird. I think that's when I'm, yeah, I think that's when they created his forehead, the Confessions album. Yeah, so like that's when he started looking maybe like a normal person. We're talking about Usher, guys. His name is Usher. That's one. Right. We're talking about Usher or Usher. We're not Usher Raymond. Fucking talking about like Idris or nope. fucking like Denzel in his prime, 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 nope. or like fucking what's the fucking uh jail bay prison bay prison bay you know what i'm saying we're not listen and all of those all of those men could easily be attracted to beautiful fat women you know what i'm saying yes or ugly fat women or ugly women or whatever the fuck or anyone whatever they're attracted all i'm saying is usher is none of those people he looks like a bird. He's not that pop. He's no, not even that popping. He's not. He He's was not never popping. a visual person. Everybody he has Audi nipples, down. nipples, and I hate that. <laughs> okay, we're doing too much. <laughs> Let's reel it in. We're talking about not body shaming, right? Body Look at those nipples. <laughs> I hate his nipples. Um, okay. Yeah, let's let's reel it back. <laughs> let's reel it back. Get back. Yeah, like Usher. I just. Why would you target? Usher, because you know we're always targeting the motherfucker. Of all the people, why would he target the target? I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand. 
Me neither. I remember being at a parade in Harlem and Usher was there and all my friends ran on this float and I was they ran and jumped on the float and I already I, know this I like how to, you didn't I had never heard the story, but I already know where it's going. <laughs> and all of my friends was like, Oh my God, it's Usher, I'm gonna get on the float. And I was like, you, I was like why am I go up there? That's just Usher, I'm not going up there on that float and then you kicked the float. I didn't kick it. <laughs> but all that other stuff happened. Right. And I'm standing right here. That's not nice. Oh, you, know, you know how much I yes, love yes. Uh-uh. Y'all could jump on there and look like fools. Mm-hmm. Float moving mad slow. Y'all running all fast. The slow. There's a float. It was moving slow. Why? Oh. Are y'all... <laughs> Ooh, that's so funny. Why y'all running like that? That's hilarious. They wanted to get up there. Cause security knocked them right off. Oh, my God. I was like, mm-mm-mm. That's funny. Yeah. Was it African American Day Parade? Yeah. Oh wow. That's, That's when cool. there used to be like Mad Pop and Asia. The Hot ninety seven float used to always have someone on right, it. Right, right. He was right. on with that. Yeah. They all just they chased the float. The floats only go like ten miles an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they chased the, mm-hmm. if, if that no slower wow. like eight miles no five miles an hour mm-hmm. floats go mad slow. That's funny. Them girls was running fast high speed. I was mm-hmm. like, what? Wow. I this, wasn't about that life. Well, we know you, so we know that. <laughs> Um, this other lady on the, uh, the stupid box on Facebook was talking about, uh, <laughs> Wait, what's the stupid box? Just Facebook. <laughs> so, at least she could at least dress nice. If so, if she dressed nice, y'all would still be talking about her liking chicken. Want to know why she could have dressed nice? Because people do not make clothes for fat women. Exactly. What the fuck she's going to wear? Exactly. That flowery blouse that she want to give every fat woman all the time? That's all she... Like what? What the fuck I she was going to have to wear? It's always flowers. Ooh, it is. A, it is. Fl- like there aren't other blouse. prints or solids yeah, or anything yeah, yeah. that fat women can no, wear. It's always that, only flowers, that flowery top. flowers. Which I think is like a pathology of like, we think that this is so disgusting and horrific that we need to put flowers on it i think it's like your body is so not feminine mm-hmm. let's throw some flowers yeah. on yeah so they know you're yeah. feminine yeah like what the fuck let's make it nice make let's make it better let's, yeah. let's, let's dress it up right right it's right, gross right, right i thought she looked you cute. could wear that shirt if you like it i'm just saying mm-hmm. i don't like the fact that that is like the shirt right 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 nah right, like right. it's crazy I she could she at least cute. dress nice. what she she looked fine to me yeah but don't they don't know. give fat women options. Mm-mm. We saw that in the movie. We did see that in the movie. We did. So what are you talking about? I but you, know. I want to know if, I don't know. What is a press conference outfit? What would you wear to your press conference outfit? Ooh. What would you be your press conference My outfit? My press conference outfit. White. Um. <laughs> your Lisa Ray. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I go full Lisa Ray. Wait, who was that? Oh, no, no. I'm Black China at her press conference. <laughs> Definitely white. What else? Lots of hair. Mm-hmm. Big hair. Yeah, my hair would be big as fuck. Yeah. White, big hair, and then you have to wear glasses because you're innocent. I think. Of whatever, that, even though it's Yeah, not, you don't even wear glasses, but for some reason that yeah, day, your you vision- is yo i will never forget cray and you i will never forget ashanti <laughs> she had a, she had a press conference murder ink was on trial for whatever <laughs> i forgot about that i'm like girl she straight up showed up looking like fucking Gotti's wife or some shit i'm like if you don't not john Gotti, the original Gotti. oh I, 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 i'm I, like I yeah thing. if you don't go sit yourself down somewhere ain't nobody thinking about you she had on Stop glasses of course she had on shades. She had on that typical outfit, the Ashanti. black suit. Ain't nobody, Ain't nobody thinking about you. you. Ja Rule found a pair of glasses. It was it was really it was really hilarious to me. Mm. He was rumored to have a so STD spreading it around too back in the day. Oh. I think it was syphilis. 
I feel like that's off the books information. It probably is. Because <laughs> <laughs> I definitely learned that from... From someone that you know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but that was like a 2001. All right. <laughs> Moving along. Um, uh, should we take a break? Let's take a break. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think it's time. It's time. It's time. Guess what the year 2017 is. What is 2017 It is about? a year that we give black women our money. What? Yes. Your money? Your yes. money for what? I don't know, but I know we are black women. We are black women. We produce content. We do create and produce content. And we would like your money. That's right. We would like your money. So like she said, it's 2017. We have a lot of plans for this year and we need your help to build and grow. We want to thank everybody who's been donating to our PayPal and we just wanted to encourage anyone who hasn't to pop off and throw us a little yes, bit of money in the yes. collection plate. We appreciate yes. you and show your appreciation to us with that. Yep, go to teawithqueenandjade.com, go to the no- donation button, press it, and give black women your money. That's right. You can also go straight to PayPal at paypal.me backslash teawithqj. Yes, money. Yeah. We're going to get some money. Scream, get the money. And we're, we're black. I was waiting. Uh-huh. I was going to do that. Okay. All right. So, yo, spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. We are going to talk about insecure. We're going to talk about insecure and we're going to spoil it. We did not spoil girls trip. Insecure yeah. we're going to spoil. We're going to spoil, so. So hopefully you have watched up um, to the third episode? Yes, that's where we're at. Yes. It is episode 3, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay, cool. How are you liking the season so far? Um, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. As too. much as I always do. I'm starting to feel more things about it that i don't remember feeling like last time around to. yeah yep, last time. same yeah i do want to say i say this all the time thank you Issa and them for all the black man booty that i get to see because where else do i get to see black man booty but besides okay. the black man booties that be in my house i do appreciate that yes Good looking out yes so shout out to Issa ray for all that big black booty we love that shit we appreciate it black man booty um so we were watching and i've been watching the way in which tasha's character i feel like is being portrayed yes um and we were talking about kind of like how last season she was just like you know the girl at the bank yeah there was a lot, a lot of context her. To right, her. so right, was, right. um we didn't get we didn't get deep into her so we did the show didn't get deep into her so we didn't think deeply right of her. right right yeah. right yeah so she was just the girl at the bank she was a meta for me she was a metaphor for like the girl who will accept your shit. Yes. You know what I'm For, saying? Yeah. She'll accept your shit. She won't question you a lot. She won't expect much from you. Yeah. That was it. And that, that the way we saw it, could be anyone. Anybody, yeah. You know, it's all type it of It could be any class, any education right. level. Right, right. From any walk of life, basically. Yeah. Um, but then this season, it seems like they are framing, or they were at least framing her to be a certain type of woman yeah. of a certain socioeconomic background, one that was less educated yep. than Issa. Because she says zaddy. Because she says zaddy. Less um, financial, yeah, less less educated, less uh, perhaps financially sound maybe mm-hmm. than Issa, less worldly, less experienced, yep. less intelligent, and just generally more basic. Yes. And it kind of, which is fine because it's all different types of black people, but the way that it was being framed, it felt like they were framing only, it. Only that type of black girl would 
settle settle for this shit that's right. the only type of black woman that settles for this shit mm-hmm. which is not true mm-hmm. um and i like the way we painted that brush better with tasha it was like it was more of the actions rather than the type of person she was right 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 you know right. what i'm saying yeah. but like that yeah. for me that made more sense because like we meet jay and i amongst us would be like oh that's a tasha but for us yeah. that meant that it was some woman who's Any gonna take anything take a man gave her yeah that just take whatever is is there whatever's available she's not questioning you she just thinks that you're cute and you're funny even when you're fucking not yo. yeah you might be cute but you're not fucking funny and you're not fucking smart yeah or or, or like impressed by your mediocre right shit. right which is doctors we know doctors i, I know a doctor who, who is settling 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 as as fuck settling right so these types of like like there are women, all different types of women settle yes for the bullshit that is men yep you know um not just how they are now portraying right 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 so that made me a little bit uncomfortable because i feel like on the show they're um on the show only i feel like portrays for the most part a certain type of black people and the only times that we see um black folks that are less educated um and less financially stable they seem to be portrayed in a negative light like the the blood yeah so there's the blood there's tasha um who who else was there we so we were introduced to like one of her neighbors yeah the Um, the guy she had sex with seemed like like wait i want to say that i'm disappointed in Issa. okay like you finally have sex again as a single woman and you pick the guy who has a head shaped like mace i think that that was like it seemed like maybe that's what was in her comfort zone Ugh. like she was scared to aim higher girl and now you gotta see him all the time because he live in your complex that melon ass head oh girl that was not a turn on that scene. was an awkward ass i mean scene. i was glad she found her stride like yeah. at a certain point i was like you go you all get right. it girl you, you do but that yeah it seemed like oh she was scared and so she aimed low but yo once you get that first fuck out it's on and popping but just like we said women settle all the time right. Issa was settling like we're right, seeing right, we right. see women all the time on the show settling mm-hmm. but the, it's like the magnifying glasses on tasha's mm-hmm. like yeah because they're was... all kind of doing that right right molly right. does it yeah. um Issa did it with the mace head so here's a question then are we perceiving it as if they're trying to say that she's a certain type of woman who settles even though they're showing all of them settle? Or what is it that I they're doing the with her? I think because the magnifying glass is on Tasha. Mm-hmm. Like, we do see... Um, I think hers is more nuanced, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just mad at Issa because his head. <laughs> like, right. it's like It's like minimal. But I'm not, I wasn't really thinking about the extent of what she's settling until just now. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Tasha, since the beginning, even though um, it wasn't as centered as her basic her basicness mm-hmm. as to why she is like her basicness seems to be why she's settling where Issa's mm-hmm. her story is she's settling because she's trying to be single and getting whole mm-hmm. molly is settling because she doesn't even know what the fuck she wants so i'm just gonna just mm-hmm. do what the fuck i do right. um so they all have i guess different stories as to why they settling mm-hmm. her seems to be more like i'm basic yes mm-hmm. which is um i don't know I don't know. Hers just seems like it's different. Mm-hmm. Maybe because for theirs, we get way more backstory because they right. are the main characters. Right. 
for her it just seems like oh you go to college you a good man right and right. that's it mm-hmm. um so mm-hmm. it could just be because she is a character who isn't like a permanent character or something mm-hmm. i don't know it's i don't know i just don't like it either it makes me uncomfortable also because yeah. you bring up like the the gang member like mm-hmm. when we do see the other kind of blacks who aren't exactly in their circle mm-hmm. they're like they're for comic relief right yes um, yeah it's so right yes any black person yes i'm glad that you said yeah. that. yeah any black person that does not fit this mold of kind of being like a, I'm going to use the term that I hate you guys, a young black professional, you know what I'm saying? Like a self-identifying young black professional. Went to college. Right. Went to college, is possibly Greek or at least familiar with and gives a shit about Greek life, um, makes a certain amount, amount of, money of money or values a certain amount of money, um, parties in a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. Um yeah anything outside of that is exactly what you said is there for comic Comic relief relief. is there to show the difference between maybe a good black person and And like a bad black black person person. or something that's like off or like different or whatever um it seems like Issa taps into some of the fun parts of like like she uses like her little her little uh rap that she does yeah. or her little uh of course I want to keep my man like you know what I'm yeah, saying like she, she, she taps into certain types certain of hood stuff yeah what you would call hood stuff. right for her convenience and for like again like for comic like, relief yeah. laughs or whatever um as if those things can never, shouldn't be taken seriously or right, can't be taken seriously right and why can't they yeah why shouldn't they be able to yeah yeah i don't know it's something it makes me uncomfortable it's like normal and i guess like there are different types of black people and i don't think that Issa has to represent every type of black person Mm -hmm. so i think that it's okay to represent this subset of young black professionals for lack of a better word um but I think that the way in which the ways in which she highlights um, black folks who are not of that same yeah. economic background and education class and shit, the way that she highlights those, I don't think are um, positive. Yeah, you I know agree. what I'm saying. Yep. Totally. Um, even like the way that Tasha like was, you know, talking about her family, like it just seemed like. Yeah, because it's like, um, this my play uncle. First of um, all, for, can we talk about that for a quick second? Mm-hmm. Like, we all have a play uncle. Do you ever introduce that motherfucker as your play no, uncle? No, I don't have play uncles. This I is, have play aunts. But right. I just say this is my aunt. This is aunt. This is my aunt. Yeah, this aunt like, so-and-so. That's do, uncle so-and-so. Yeah. This my play uncle. This <laughs> not, no, because it's not a fucking joke. Yeah. yeah that, when you ask me later and we're talking later, I'd be like, oh, that's actually my mom's friend. Exactly. Da, 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 that's, that's not my play how uncle, we, whatever. Right. do it that But we don't way. introduce people. Hey, that's my play uncle. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, oh, the girl just, who was at the... And I get where they got it from because it was a, a video of the girl with the flute twerking. Right. But... Why? Who the fuck brings a flute to the fucking cookout? Uh, somebody like, might. That's actually no. Funny. Somebody might. No, nobody will. You know how much flutes cost? <laughs> how do you get a flute? That is. <laughs> I did. I did think about that. Like what the I fuck? Like I got the joke because I remember the video of the girl twerking that. and doing right, the, right, right, the the right. mask off yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 but yeah. come on now. Yeah. 
flutes flutes are expensive and the way you just tried to paint all these people like yeah let's that's they don't have anything fam- yeah right. it's like what, what, what are you doing that she could have easily been at one of those other parties they was at twerking with that flute oh easily that's what she would have been <laughs> bitch would have been at trap brunch okay with a bunch of young black professionals at trap karaoke at trap brunch yes. at trap day party at trap whatever with with all the other young black professionals that like to feel like they're in the trap yes Yes. she would have been there with her flute that she's had since she had training uh professional training in fucking flute school or private school or whatever motherfuckers learn how to play they're going extra hard to show that this girl has it was also annoys me because when i see tasha especially the way she talks i think of myself right so it's like and i know my family oh let me let you finish then i want you to say what you said so it's like because my family is a mixture of many different things so there's there's this one person who's been in jail then Mm -hmm. there's a cousin who's a doctor then Mm -hmm. there's a cousin who's just a regular um Worker, then it's this person who you know don't mm, he so don't mm-hmm. put don't leave your purse there. Right. Then it's you know like right, just a right. mixture of people. Mm-hmm. Like you could have that could easily be Tasha's family mm-hmm. too. Like why mm-hmm. did everyone at right. the cookout? It had to be so to be... they had to be so different. <clears throat> they had to all be this one kind of person. Yeah, and Lawrence and Issa and everyone else are this other kind of person. Yeah, period. And they they embody and they live in separate like spaces and worlds or whatever. Yes. Something else that you said, we were actually in the Bronx, like, eating oxtail. Um, <laughs> because that's what we do. <laughs> that's what we do. I'm a flexitarian. Don't judge me. Um, I, don't, I don't eat beef. Only oxtails. <laughs> hey. Um, you were talking about when she, when he came and apologized and she was like, are you hungry? Is that all that those type of women say? Right. Or like, we have, we are, we're, we're trying to resolve an argument and it's like, well, I got food on. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay. Then it's, you hungry? I don't know. It was just yeah. so like, and you brought up that, because exactly, she's the girl who will fix the plate. Right, right. Yes. So that was like, all right. So Lawrence, after sleeping back with Issa, whatever, he tells Tasha. Tasha kicks him out for a minute. Yeah. And then he comes over to apologize. And she's like, all right, well, I got food on the stove or whatever. <laughs> you hungry? Then, right. And then, you know what's crazy? Because um, when I seen that scene, I was with um some friends th- mm-hmm. they're not friends anymore so that's why i'm making faces <laughs> um and it's weird because men always kind of answer that question the same way that they won't say like yes i'm hungry it's like mm-hmm. i could eat like right, like they don't really need right. what you got mm-hmm. but yeah you know i could eat mm-hmm. you know since you did it you know yeah, like yeah 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 and yeah, it was yeah. just like oh when he mm-hmm. answered that way to me too it was like oh he's such a fuck boy right like, i could eat mm-hmm. you know you want to go in her house right. you know she's happy she's inviting you in like do say that shit mm-hmm. i could eat mm-hmm. like of course you can eat we yeah. all can eat like what the fuck are you saying <laughs> 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 but the other funny thing about it is that you said throughout the series everyone has a stove in their fucking yes. kitchen. Oh yeah, thank you. I forgot yeah. about that. Every every woman on this series mm-hmm. has a kitchen and a stove or whatever. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, this basic bitch is the only one who like cooks meals, right. And makes plates, right. And asks right. people right. if they're hungry. Right. Yes. For anyone whose head this is going over, there's an ongoing debate <laughs> about bitches making plates. Yes. And like, who fixes who a plate, or will you fix your will man you a plate, plate, or will you not? Will you cook for your man? Yada 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 yada. And so the framing that this type of basic woman is the only type of woman who is comfortable fixing her man a, a plate, plate. Um, making him dinner or whatever. Um, that 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 was another thing that was uh, troubling. Yeah that, yeah, that really annoyed me. And it's like all of these women, because Tasha has a job. 
She goes to work every day just like them. Just like everybody else. Just like everybody else. She works full hours. It's at the bank. He's a full-time bank teller. Yeah, but apparently she has more time to watch more television. Yep. She's not, she don't have shit to do. She don't got no friends. None. She's the only one with no friends. She has all this time to just sit around the house and fuck him all weekend. She has time to, look, I get home from work and I don't be wanting to cook. So sometimes I just like eat leftovers or get the pizza that's right at the pizza shop by my house. Like, cause that's just life. Mm-hmm. I don't live that life right. where I could have the time to like cook myself a dinner every night mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Tasha doesn't either. Right, right, But right, right. on this show, she has all the time in the world. Mm-hmm. Like she's not this full woman. Right. And it's like right. fucking annoying. Like, I want him to like ask her to go somewhere and she says she's busy. Mm-hmm. I would cheer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, Tasha. Yeah. You got shit to do. Yeah. Reclaim your Reclaim time. Reclaim your time, yo. <laughs> Reclaim really your time. It's really annoying. It's really annoying how yeah. they're framing Tasha. Yeah. I don't like it. Well, so, spoilers. Yes. Uh, Tasha finally told him where he could put it. Yes. Okay. So, he plays himself. And he ditches out on whatever the cookout or whatever was. She invited him to a family cookout. He said yes. He came and then he was like, oh, I got to do some work stuff. I'll be back. See, me and my life experience, I knew he wasn't coming back. Yeah. And when he said it to me there, I would have knew that. I would have mm-hmm. been like, fucking liar. Where you mm-hmm. <laughs> Like a little argument would have happened right there. <laughs> argument <laughs> would have happened right there. That's funny. But, um, and I, me, I would have been like, okay. That's just me. <laughs> you <would've>. He's <laughs> coming be- back. I believe anything you tell me. That's just how I am. Yeah. Like, all right, text me if you need me. <laughs> See you later. I want to believe him. You had a cookout with all this food and drink. Right, right. Who leaves, goes to... And comes back. That make no sense. Nobody. Nobody. I'm like, okay. Until, until it got dark. I'm like, this really happened. <laughs> <laughs> Why does this continue to happen to me? Because you're basic. Right? Because I'm basic. That's what happens to me. Because I'm oh, basic. Oh, gosh. So he doesn't come back. Right. Um, I don't know if she called him or if he called her, mm-hmm. but they're on the phone. Oh, she he, called him. Oh. And she's yeah. like getting on him. And he's like, I'm sorry. Um, okay, what actually happened was it was like a work drink thing and I didn't want to drive drunk. And, you know, trying thinking he's being a nice guy because mm-hmm. nice guys be thinking they mm-hmm. being nice and polite. And which yep. is, this is what me and Jay have, we have had a term for this for a really All long time. All the time. We call them polite, polite, fu- polite fuck, fuck boys. boys. You are a polite fuck boy you don't want to first of all you don't have mad baby mamas Mm -mm. you don't do drugs you don't sleep on your mama's couch well you might do drugs you don't abuse drugs right you don't don't abuse abuse drugs well you don't do crack (laughs) okay (laughs) you're not stealing my tv right exactly 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 you're not beating beating anyone you're not sleeping on our couch you're not like people hurt calling people bitches and shit like that and um yeah and so you think you think that you're a nice, nice guy you think you're a nice guy you don't yeah. call me out of my name you no. think you're a nice guy no. you don't care about what i want nope you don't care about what i want you don't care about what i say you don't care about what i think you don't care about my birthday you don't care about my birthday you don't care about what you have to offer a relationship you don't care about what you have to offer because there will be a tasha who will accept yes. Whatever it is. You don't is. think it's important to be present in a relationship. What the fuck is present? I'm standing here right now. You Isn't don't that see present? me in a living room? No, not present, my nigga. Yes. You in the living room all the yeah. time. Yeah. I leave, mm-hmm. you in the living room. I come back, mm-hmm. you in the living room. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So those are those type of yeah. men. And and men who want to be perceived as nice, but they don't really want to have to do anything. Let me tell you something. If you have to say I'm a nice guy, you are not. You're not nice, yo. The action would just speak for You're itself. Not nice. if, like the woman would just be like, oh, he's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. You won't have to say mm-hmm. like, I'm a nice guy. Right. You're not. If you have to proclaim it, if you have to... S- prove that to someone mm-hmm. or say it to someone you're not no you're like really not nice guy. you're not nice you're not nice yo i love i said something about some other fuck boy to this other fuck boy and he <laughs> was like them fuck boys make it harder for us i'm like no you. you yes did i find mystery babies on them yes, yes. but you sir <laughs> you <laughs> you my friend you are a fucking fuck boy yes so she called him out on that shit yeah, that was actually glorious. I enjoyed that. That was a come up. I that text you as soon as it happened. Have you watched Insecure right, yet? Right, right. I watched like, it. I was this like, what yo, me and Jay talk about all the time. She polite fuckboyed him, yo. Yes. Um. So yeah. So basically, he's he hits her with the bullshit, and she says, "You know what? You are the worst kind of fuckboy, fuck nigga, because you think." that you're, you're a nice guy and, and you're you're not. you're not you're not you just you apologize for shit that you're not sorry for you may, you knew i was into you you made, you made it seem like this was a thing yep. and it's not yo leave me the fuck alone so i, I like that that she like that that happened because that's the case for a lot and of that women. she was the messenger yes like, that she for that said story. it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. like the one time they gave her like agency yes. and like fucking yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. i thought exactly. that was cool i did too um i was listening to another podcast and they were talking guys talking they were talking about how they feel like her calling out this type of polite fuckboyism uh-huh. is gonna alert other women to the polite fuckboyism that's happening in their lives we already aware. we already know what the fuck are you talking about we, see this is how trash. you know you're a fuckboy because only a fuckboy would say some shit men like that whoever said that trash. whoever said that whoever's mouth men that came out of are trash. you are also a fuckboy we are men aware are trash. women who when date we men, say that men are trash this is what we we know <laughs> the jig is up we are this is aware. what we mean and to address your men are trash mm-hmm. thing well our men are trash right. thing i just want to say this i don't think i've ever said this here mm-hmm. but men men your whole lives you warn women about trash men our whole lives since we're kids <laughs> since we're kids our dads our men brothers trash. stay away, stay from, away them. from them they're trash no, no, i gotta get my shotgun i gotta do all of this yes. shit that y'all do yes. to protect us since yes. we was girls Speak from y'all trash it. ass motherfuckers on it but as soon as, as a woman as soon as say, i grow up as soon as soon as, as a I, woman yes, i say that I men grow are trash up, and now i come to my yep. own realization and i've collected my own notes and mm-hmm. done my own research and had my life yes, my own life experience how and i say you're trash how dare now you? Now there's a fucking problem. Say that. Only, That's not nice. Only men are allowed to say mm-hmm. men are trash. Women are allowed to say that. Nope. As if your trashness doesn't nope. affect me. Like, nope. are you fucking serious? How dare you? How I'm would you know? Man. You're not a man. How would you know that men are trash even you're though not in these hetero- as a straight heterosexual or woman you're dealing with straight trash men all the time? There's bad ways to be trash. Trash is not just happening in relationships. Yo. <laughs> so much trash. It's not just happening so in relationships. So much trash. I, I had a family member, a relative of mine. I was taking care of my niece we were traveling to the airport do you think that motherfucker helped me get collect gather myself my bags my i was juggling a child you think that they cared to help me do this somebody who loves me allegedly (laughs) (laughs) okay somebody who's like a built-in part of my life no because men are trash yeah men are trash so many ways to be men are trash and it's not because that 
person doesn't know how to be a quote-unquote gentleman which i don't believe in but it's because he had his feelings hurt about something and so now i'm not going to help you with this child or whatever that's just one small example and it just it stuck with me because how you said it's not always about relationships it's about how how men conduct themselves within the the patriarchy yes men are fucking trash and and the term men are trash is just another way of jay and i addressing patriarchy we're talking about patriarchy right it's just another colloquial way to say fuck that shit men are trash patriarchy men are trash yo uh Ugh. it's not a secret guys it's not. okay maybe this will enlighten the women what and we know like we already. don't already know we know what we're dealing with y'all are trash you think isa that's like somebody that's like when somebody said people saying zaddy because isa put it in fucking insecure <laughs> i'm like no the isa is putting things in insecure that exist that already exists in already. black life okay these things exist already fuck niggas polite fuck boys they exist they already exi- me and jay had a term for it already We've been saying yes. this. You are a polite long fuck time. Boy. You're a polite fuck you are boy. a polite fuck boy, yo. And just like for any like former fuck boy loves that are listening, yes, I'm talking about you. All of you. All of you. All right. All of you. All of you. There's probably one in my phone right now. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> stay in the phone. Uh, annoying. But yeah, I I, I like this conversation, mm-hmm. and I want I was I was interested to see what they do for the rest of the season. I still just, I still think they're gonna make fun of hood black people, but. Yeah, because that's so funny. Such a great punchline. So, so you want to get into funny. the T-mail? Let's get into T-mail, yo. All right. Let's do it. Fuck is T-mail? T-mail. T-mail are the letters. Well, yeah, letters. I'm going to say they don't actually mail them, but. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it's still a letter. Uh, um, yeah, no, no. I don't know why I went that deep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have listeners and they send us letters and they're really cute and we share them on the pod yep and um we have a few that we would like to read to you guys yes we do so our first t-mail is from paul and paul also was one of our donation libations yes! this week. so thanks paul okay here we go love the podcast and Dear Queen and Jay, I just wanted to take a minute to tell you how much I'm digging your podcast. I only found out about it from a New York Times sentence or two in their online article series on race. Hey, I have only listened to a handful of episodes, but I like it so much that I had to delete three other podcasts because they seem artificial compared to what you talk about. Squad. (laughs) That's right. That's funny. Um, currently I teach eighth grade U.S. history and I totally know the dirt on Thomas Jefferson as it, oh, he's, <laughs> I totally know the dirt on TJ Jefferson <laughs> as it relates to Sally Hemings, but it was good to hear your perspective on that. Every year at some point I asked the kids if there could ever be a such thing as a good slave owner, knowing that a number of the first several presidents were slave owners and knowing how the founders fa- the founding fathers are put on such a pedestal how do kids reconcile that with the brutality with the brutal reality of slavery anyway today i was having lunch with a former student and we were discussing this college course she was taking and i turned her on to your podcast she loved it but it also but it was also the impetus I needed to become a Patreon subscriber. With Patreon, I will give you $2 a month till the end of, t- till the end of time or your <laughs> podcast ends. I am honored to do it because I respect the work that you are doing and your podcast is unlike anything else that is out there. You're just, you're like a 21st century Ida B. Wells. Paul. 
Yay. So I want to say, Paul, that I read your email while I was riding the subway and someone had just stepped on my foot and I just said their mother and then I opened my phone and I saw that and then you brightened up my day again. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that, Paul. Yes. That's the timing awesome. of it was great. So we have another letter. Hey, T-Mail. Um, subject is Seven Story Farm. Um, greetings, Queen and Jay. Thank you for the privilege, like you mentioned, of being able to listen to your show. I so appreciate the content you both are creating and making available to all of us. Now, I understand if you want to stop reading as I am a 45-year-old woman. Turn it off! <laughs> You're a white it. woman. You didn't say that. You said 45-year-old woman. Oh, 45-year-old white woman. Right, right. Farmer and substitute teacher. A mother of two cisgender, primarily heterosexual white boys in Bell Plain Township, 40 miles from Minneapolis in Minnesota. Yes, home to the murderers of Philando Castro and Jamar Clark. Yes, living on land stolen from the Native Americans. In fact, I live on the, ro- the route from Fort Snelling to Mankato, where the largest mass execution in U.S. history, 38 Dakotan Indians, took place. Also, we are the state which Ben jealous described this way in the 2012 democracy now interview and when it comes to i'm gonna read that sentence again also we are the state which being jealous described this way in a 2012 democracy now interview and when it comes to issues of inclusion the racial disparities there are so deep you would say that it's mississippi with snow shit (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I have been listening to your show for a couple of months now, and I'm continuously listening to past shows as you reference them. I've made quite a bit of progress as I've been harvesting garlic by myself for 10 hours, for 10 hour days for the last week. There is so much I enjoy about your show, your candidness, the insights to continually calling me out. Recently, I was particularly interested in Adrian's letter and her continued reflection about growing up in, a, in black spaces versus white supremacist. Sorry, let me read that again. Mm-hmm. I was his pa- his letter. If you want to just change yeah. it, yeah. I was particular. I was particular. I was particularly okay. I was particularly interested in Adrian's letter and your continued reflection about growing up in black spaces versus white supremacy, patriarchal, capitalist spaces, which I also understand are everywhere too. Your conversation reminded me of an essay. We ready. We read this past winter with a racial justice group my husband and I started at our church. We had folks, pretty much all white people, read A Good Time for the Truth, Race in Minnesota, edited by Sung Ying Ching. The book is a, is a collection of essays written by people of color, obviously, about growing up or living in Minnesota. This one in particular is entitled Disparate Impacts, Moving to Minnesota to Live Just Enough for the City by Tavon J. Coleman. She grew up in Chicago and considered graduate programs and creative writing in Mississippi and Minneapolis, visiting both campuses, but choosing Minnesota. Toward the end, she says, after enough microabrasions, I long for the Confederate flags of the South because at least the South had clear lines of demarcation and warning. In Minnesota, there were only smiling faces, open classroom doors, and a stinging, persistent coldness that let me know that I was in a new, different place that wasn't really welcoming, and that this place was resistant to me calling it home. She ends by saying, there are Confederate flags everywhere, even in places where you can't see them. 
I'll stop now because, of course, you know all of this. I'm just processing it myself and making connections. Thank you for bringing all of this into my consciousness in a real and relevant way. Thank you so much for all the work you are doing. I know you have absolutely no responsibility to educate us white people. You already know. But I sure appreciate that I have access to your (laughs) podcast. It is educating me. It's also very inspiring and keeps me going as we have much work to do as white people having created and having created and creating this problem of white supremacy and all the systematic institutionalized structures of injustice. I hope you both have a good break and I look forward to more episodes. Sincerely, Heidi. Thank you, Heidi. Thank you. That was really nice. That was nice, yo. And interesting. Um, mm-hmm. For me, it was just short and unbig. Yeah. For me, it's interesting because if you listen to the show, you know I don't really have like white friends Mm -hmm. so it's interesting when i like my insight into white thought is usually through this show and what we do Mm is either like some stupid shit that i read on um social media where a white person doesn't get it and then it's these instances where we get letters like this so i'm always like happy when i see these things Mm -hmm. of course i have co-workers who are white and they get it like we connect mm-hmm. on that level mm-hmm. but um yeah it's cool i like it good yeah. thank you thank, thank you, for you that, heidi. heidi we appreciate that and shout out to um your group your at garlic. church and your fucking garlic yo. yeah y'all. garlic is great um no she says she has like a group at her church like an anti yeah that that does that yeah, yeah so that's cool all right our final t-mail letter pinky's up for doing the work yeah yo Libations. Yes. Is that shit? Oh, yeah, throwback. That was a throwback, yeah. yo. Pinky's up. Oh, my God. All right, so this final letter is a question, more like a, more like a question, kind of. Um, so this one, all right, so our final T-mail letter, like I said, it's a question, and we're going to, um, I'm going to leave this one anonymous. Mm-hmm. So I was pepper sprayed last night and I'm trying to process the nuances of this whole situation. I was on BART and saw a group of teens just acting foolish, but I didn't want to move from my seat because I refused to be afraid of my own people, especially kids. One girl was about 15 and drunk as fuck, leaning on people, etc. with a bottle of vodka hanging out. I said, make sure to get some water. But she took it as a disrespectful action. I said I didn't mean any disrespect by it, but but that I was just concerned. She put, she pulled out my earrings and kept pressing against me, but didn't throw any actual blows to fight. I'm seated and she is standing. So then she says, give me your purse, but that's not going to happen. Two large male passengers come to my defense and they also escalated the situation. Now the girls, now the girl and her friends were standing off with the male passengers. She was still demanding my purse. She made a few, she made a few attempts, but none were successful. The altercation ended with me and the main male passenger who came to my defense getting pepper sprayed and the kids ran off. Here are my mixed feelings. The kids were all black. The passengers who came to my defense were mainly white. The man who was pepper sprayed with me started calling them chicken heads, etc. I told him that they were just kids, but he still remained firm in his statements. Living in the Bay, I've been increasingly annoyed with people seeming to take more seemingly taking more comfort being around me but being rude to fellow black people on the train i'm multi i'm multiracial and i don't think strangers would have come to my offense i don't think the strangers would have come to my defense and been as caring if i did not exhibit a closer proximity to whiteness than the girls involved 
They are even reporting about it on the news. And there was heavy SFPD at the BART stations last night. How many girls of color get assaulted daily without any media care or attention? I just feel weird because I feel the support being given to me is fueled by anti-black sentiments. I've chosen not to press charges, but the male pepper sprayed alongside me has. At the end of the day, being pepper pepper sprayed hurt, but I'm going to be okay. I still have my affairs, job, everything in order. This girl is 15 and now has a police case against her. It's reported as a robbery attempt, but but that wasn't about getting my bag. She felt my comment threatened her pride. I'm trying to think of a better better term than that. Um, And she was reacting to that. I also feel weird because I feel like the instigator. I was a teacher this past year and I taught a number of kids her her age. It was like seeing one of my babies putting themselves in danger. At the time, I thought it was caring, but I regret the statement. I have great friends that cared for me last night and I'm completely fine this morning, but this kid has a police report out on her. I just am trying to process my feelings and I'm hesitant to talk with people out of fear of just hearing, well, you shouldn't have said anything, which I probably shouldn't have, but it doesn't justify pepper spray or why didn't you just move to a different car when they first got on the train i don't know how to process this situation what do you think um it's like a lot of things like i don't think you should feel bad your intent was you didn't have malintent you actually cared about this drunk girl that you've seen on the train yeah. and i don't think that you should lose um feeling like that when you see mm-hmm. young people um but it's also like you care about the con the context and the world doesn't like mm-hmm. and that's probably what you're struggling with i would i think i would struggle with the same thing because you know she wasn't trying to rob you you know right. it wasn't um that even though something bad happened mm-hmm. um you know that the intent wasn't that you know the context as to what was going on mm-hmm. and that's not what's being said in the media i guess um because you said it was on the news mm-hmm. did you mention that i don't remember you read the whole thing you didn't, you didn't no i read the whole thing okay yeah. um so it's in the news so it's probably being presented as this young girl who tried to rob someone on a train and pepper spray them mm-hmm. and you actually know the context as to what led to it it was mm-hmm. like a drunken teenage route i'm not excusing what she did because i don't think she should have grabbed your earrings right. um why was she drunk on a train at yeah. 15 so those things um but you care about them in a way that maybe me or jay would care about them like mm-hmm. why was this 15 year old drunk on this right. train right um but no one else cares about it in that way so it makes you uncomfortable to know that um it would make me uncomfortable to know that I cared something bad happened, but I know that at the end of the day, um, not that I would be a hundred percent okay. Cause that's still something pretty traumatic, mm-hmm. but that I, my life will still kind of be on track. Mm-hmm. And now that you know that this, this girl's life won't be on track. Like this one little incident, just because you said drink some water. Like now this whole, this girl's life is different um mm-hmm. i get you feeling some kind of guilt for that right um i don't have any suggestions how to as how to work through it because i know i would just feel the same way like maybe i shouldn't have said anything or um it's a weird you, you're, you're going through like a weird kind of victim blaming like you didn't do anything wrong mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. but you've you're, you're guilting yourself right. um i think i don't think you should do that mm-hmm. um you can't predict the future you didn't know that um 
eventually she would try to take your bag i don't understand her taking your earrings off that is just really fucking she was fucking with her and and i think that um this person has written before and i think from what i remember they don't present as um as black you know what i'm saying so i feel like this girl um this group of black teens felt like they could fuck with this woman that is not black presenting Mm -hmm. and felt some level of comfort in fucking with this woman who is not black presenting yeah um and so i think it was just what can i do to this person to sun them no no i don't i'm not talking about that i'm just saying how does a person get so close to you that they take your earrings and then they're still standing there Oh, I see. What That's you're what I meant. I like, I don't. Well, she was by is... herself, and so she would have been have to ready, be ready to like to fight. Me you know? personally, I would have been like, right, 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 like, right. Get right. that like my ears on my face. Yeah. Um, so that's the part, but that's just me mm-hmm. injecting myself in your story, and right. I apologize for doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just like, how does that happen? How does mm-hmm. someone pull your earrings mm-hmm. off your face? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was just that yeah. part is strange because. I don't care if it's like you take my earrings off my face. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get at least four shots. I'm like I'm gonna get like at right, least four in your right. in your face before you try to jump me or something. Like mm-hmm. that's just strange. But I do like that because I would have never thought of this, or maybe I would have. Um, because I'm always in this this black body. I'm always obviously black. Right. So I wouldn't think of these things in a way that um the listener is. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't think. Um, I don't. I think that you're right. I don't think that you would have been self helped or saved or whatever if you were this obviously, oh, not at all, obvious black woman. Because I know there's many times where I've been in situations where I remember being on the subway, and I don't care if it was an old lady, mm-hmm. but it was this older woman. She wasn't. She was old and white years, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And it does make sense. Um, and, <laughs> and she was old and white years. And it was something, I don't think she was mis- mentally dis- disabled. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not about to say. I'm pretty good at telling. No, I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm pretty good at assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she was probably like on some kind of drugs or coming down from drugs. Something was off about this one. Right. And I'm on the train, and first I'm I'm like standing I'm standing up. She sits down. I'm she's sitting down. I'm mm-hmm. standing like over her with holding a pole. Me and this um wh- this white man sitting next to me, and she just starts coughing and not covering her mouth. Right. So me and him kind of move. Then um she's sniffs. She does that thing where you make Ooh. snot come out your nose, like you hold one of your nostrils and mm-hmm. snot comes out her nose, and it lands right in front of the white man's feet. Um, and in my mind, I started praying because it was like I'm gonna murder this lady. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. And then, right after that, she does that. Then she spits. Okay. And then that's when I go up for her, and I was like, "Yo, you need to chill the fuck out. Any of your shit get on me, I'm punching you in your fucking face. Mm-hmm. The fuck is wrong? I'm gonna start cursing her right. or whatever." Um, everyone's quiet. No one says anything. And mm-hmm. then this um Latinx woman comes to me. And was like, "No, she's old." 
Oh my she's God. old to me. Leave. She's right. old. Like she's I just clearly I a forty-year-old white lady. Yeah, blowing snot, Sn- blowing everywhere. snot, spit, right. coughing over place. And I was like, yeah, bitch, she old enough to know better. And if she right. do that shit again, I'm gonna knock her the fuck out. But right. I'm thinking of that. No one cared about me. That this person yeah. was like, yeah, assaulting you, assaulting with me with fluids. her bodily fluids. Yeah. No one cared. It was like, no, she's Invading old. Invading your space. Don't beat her up. Mm-hmm. Don't beat her up, black girl, because yeah. she's old. Right. And right. she don't know better. Mm-hmm. This, she, yes, she's mm-hmm. old. She knows better. You know not to shoots not at people mm-hmm. fucking spit on a train yeah. like what the fuck so it makes it's making me think of that like no one cared about me mm-hmm. it was just like let's save this nasty white lady mm-hmm. from being beat up by right, this, right, right. this black girl yeah i if if um the listener was i think black presenting or more physically appearing to be black mm-hmm. i feel like yeah i feel like nobody would have stepped in nope. and they would have just saw two older black women because you know those teens were seen as yeah, those fucking are monsters those yeah are huge adult monsters um and they just would have felt like oh that's between those black people yeah and and that would have been that there they go again look yeah. at them niggers look at them niggers going at went to the it. next call yeah because they're both guilty in that case yes right these are course. two two black folks having an altercation neither one of them can be right you know what I'm saying? Neither not. one of them can be being harassed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I I definitely agree with that. I don't think you should beat yourself up over it. I don't either. Um, I do think I understand where you're coming from because I do feel like, and I get on one of my my white Facebook friends posted how they called the police on some party that was making their neighbors were making too much noise. Da 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 da. And I think I said I was like, it's safe to assume that your neighbors are white because there's no way that you're just going to call you're not just going to call the cops on a bunch of black kids right Mm -hmm. that's not where we're at right because you just can't i don't give a shit how much noise they're making and you i don't give a fuck you know what i'm saying you can't we no longer have the luxury and that includes you white people friends you can't i don't give a shit what kind of noise your black neighbors are making you can't just call the cops because they could end up dead and over a noise complaint so fuck you and fuck like your noise like i don't know move somewhere else get fucking noise blinds fucking plug your ears some shit or whatever but i'm not buying that whole like fucking oh i'm just calling the cops like for a noise complaint on my black neighbors it's not just it's not the same same. so i understand uh this listener's concern for like was my behavior responsible was it responsible for me to say something to this young black girl and and, you know and and then end up here Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying should i have thought differently about that or more about that and even as i was saying that i was gonna say knowing that it could end up here but there was no way for you to know that this is where it would end up that it would go this far there was no way for you to know that she was going to feel threatened by your comment in some way Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like you didn't know that you didn't know that that was going to happen or that it was going to escalate and maybe this experience will inform the way that you interact um with teens like that and situations like that in the future not that it should or shouldn't or whatever um but i don't think that this is that you should internalize this i get it being something that's hard to get over and move past but i don't think that you did anything wrong in this instance you didn't do anything wrong i think that um it's hard to separate your intent from what happened right. but i think that's what you need to do you mm-hmm. t- you didn't mean harm you weren't trying to put them in it's not it's not like the white person who called the police on the white right. on the black kids right. and now the child has dead. been murdered yeah. it's not that's not the same thing mm-hmm. um so don't put yourself in that space cuz that's right. not what you did at all 
you've seen young people who like needed water mm-hmm. um needed care yeah. and not everyone is going to accept your care that's mm-hmm. like their that's their right to not accept your care but i don't think you should think you should not care anymore do you think that someone who is um not black presenting but still a black person like do you think that that should inform the way that she communicated in this situation what do you mean like i feel like i feel like there may be an added layer to this Mm -hmm. that has to do with like like appearances and blackness and yada 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 right so like if it was me or you that it would be different right would it be Mm -hmm. like would would this teenager see me as like an auntie saying something or are they looking at her as like who are you talking to like who are you even you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. yeah i could see that um so i guess i just wonder and this is i'm sure something that this listener has dealt with their whole life yeah you know what i'm saying so i'm not introducing anything new into the equation i'm just Mm -hmm. processing it myself as an outsider um so i i wonder if that was something that was at play yeah you know and Uh that and then if maybe that affected it or but maybe that's not your problem or maybe it is i don't know what do you think i think that i don't know i think it's not her problem only because all of these systems aren't something you created. Like you right. didn't, you didn't create that dynamic. Um, so I don't think you should take on all the weight of that either. Right. That's not fair to you. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah. Like right. that's just, that's just way too much. If we mm-hmm. took on all of that, sh- if we took actually like physically took on all the things that white supremacist, white supremacy, patriarchy, mm-hmm. capitalism created, like sh- shit, you know, mm-hmm. like there's some things that, um, yeah, I don't think she should carry that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is real. Right, and it, right, It is right. a factor in that, but I don't think she should carry the weight of that. That's just a, a lot of weight to carry mm-hmm. for something that she, how can she resolve right. those things? Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yo. I'm sorry that that happened to you. Yeah, I'm really sorry. Um, and I'm sorry that that happened to that girl. And I'm sorry that you have to process that. That sucks. Yeah, it does. That's terrible. It is pretty. Um, I want to add. Me and Jay were talking earlier, and I was saying, um, this letter made me because when we we seen a letter a few days ago. Oh right, and one of one of the okay. first lines on the letter, which I appreciate that it was like in the very beginning with the pepper mm-hmm. spray, and me and Jay were like, "Woo, we gotta read this later." Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because so it, we just weren't in a space. Yeah, it opened with "I was pepper sprayed um, today." To, I'm yesterday. Gonna, I want to process this. Right, right, right. And I, I appreciated it being in the first. So line like we knew what it was, and we we're like, "Oh, we'll read it later." Yeah, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. So we're just asking that if you are sharing something that could be traumatic, mm-hmm. to just put like trigger warning in the subject. So that Jay and I, when we read these letters, we can mentally prepare right. for what we are getting into. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yes, it would mm-hmm. help me a lot to mm-hmm. know what I'm getting into. If right. it, if it is a story, we don't mind this, mm-hmm. but just put trigger warning in the subject so that we know that we are about to yeah read right. Feel free to send us any type of like TL. Yes. Like Anything. don't hesitate. Don't hesitate like, to send. Right, we expect all kinds of stuff, so you don't have to feel like oh I'm scared to send this yeah, and da da da. Just fine. like yeah, if you think it could be triggering, just give us the warning, and then we know to like fucking get a glass of water or some shit before we sit down to read, read it or whatever. It, yes, like, yes. Or like not to read it like in route on the train when we're going to see our grandma or some yeah, shit. Exactly, you know? yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So that would help us out a lot. Mm-hmm. So if you could do that, I would greatly appreciate mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Did we do a show? I think we did a show, yo. Okay. Thank you, guys. It's funny how we always end like, did we? Did we do it? Did we do this? Yeah, yeah we yeah, did we this. did it. We did it. Um, Thanks to everyone who sent us T-mail. Um, we appreciate you, yo. We yes. really fucking do. Um, so we did a fucking show. Yes. Be sure to subscribe to this motherfucking podcast um, on Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. on SoundCloud, on Stitcher. Please make sure you're following us, you're rating us. Um, we are on Google Play. We're on TuneIn app. Anywhere where you can play a motherfucking podcast. We, we are, are there. there. Please rate us on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. You can, if you search... Um, tea with queen and jay go to our podcast go to reviews and leave us a review yeah we would love that we love those um where else should they follow us we didn't tell them that we just told them to subscribe so our social medias mm-hmm. our social meets i like saying that now okay. um and i hate abbreviating words but i like those all right go on um we have a instagram we have a twitter and that is at tea with qj Follow us on those. So we have a Tumblr and we have a Facebook, and that is T with Queen and Jay. You search for that, you follow and like, and we have an email address. That's what everyone sister sends us the T mail. Mm-hmm. So that's T with Queen and Jay at gmail.com. We have a website that yes. is like the T with Queen and Jay Center on the web. I don't know. I'm making up shit. Okay. T with Queen and Jay.com. <laughs> Um, thanks to everybody who nominated us for the podcast awards. We fucks with you. We appreciate oh, you. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Thank yeah, you. Yo. Thanks for that shit. And don't we forget f- to donate. Don't forget to donate. We fucking did it, yo. Um, hashtags Black Lives Matter, Say Her Name, Stop Killing Trans Women, um, Indigenous Lives Matter, uh, Disability to White, yo. Black Panther So Lit, No Confederate. What else? How about hashtag no insecure hives? Like, shut the fuck up with that. Okay. I just made that up. All right. Uh, hashtag spoonie chat. Hashtag film dis. What else? Maybe he hashtag maybe he doesn't hit you. What else? I don't know. All, All right. right. That's Let's it. Go. Peace. Thank you. But are you willing to compromise within a relationship? To compromise? What is compromising? Compromising for what? Compromising for what reason? To compromise? For what? To compromise. What is compromise? If a man came into your life, wouldn't you want to compromise? (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) A man comes into my life and I have to compromise? You must think about that one again. man comes into my life and you have to compromise for what? For what? For what? A relationship.
relationship is a relationship that has to be earned, not to compromise for. And I love relationships. I think they're fantastic. They're wonderful. I think they're great. I think there's nothing in the world more beautiful than falling in love. But falling in love for the right reasons. Falling in love for the right purpose. Falling in love. Falling in love. When you fall in love, what is there to compromise about? Isn't love a union between two people, or does Eartha fall in love with herself? I think if you were to think about it in terms of analyzing, yes, I fall in love with myself, and I want someone to share it with me. I want someone to share me, with me. Has that happened?